Welcome, everybody, to Peculiar Objects, the only podcast that changes color when you touch it. I am your grizzled Ooh. old police officer two days from retirement, Anthony Moore. With me are two people that play uh, two people that ride on bikes and junk. Introduce yourselves. Uh, well, technically, I ride in a bike at this point, so I am That's one... That's true. Yeah, I am one Nigel Collins. That's that the and playing... junk part, and it's I say ride on bikes, not ah. ride bikes. So Pardon. you guys are both Pardon. on a bike and you're riding it, but that doesn't we ride mean on, you guys We are. ride on bike. We ride on bike, which sounds like very improper English, but that is okay, because that is factual. Uh, once again, I am one Nigel Collins that is playing the character of Audie. I am uh, Casey, old CW Hills, they call me, and I am your Trapper Keeper um, with all your favorite Rankin Bass and Deke cartoons on. Uh, and I play Kit Russell, Junior Lawman, Is, and also his dog, Cat. Are the Deke cartoons because they have to, like, go to school? Like, because for my experience, Deke cartoons were always educational. Like, not always, always. Um, a lot of them, I mean, like, Deke did Sherlock Holmes in the 22nd century. Educational. Um, they did, they did, uh, t- mm, generous. Uh, they did... Uh, a lot of a lot of garbage programming. Yeah, they but, did uh, Liberty they Kids, which is uh, every sting. every seventh grade history teacher's favorite thing to play their kids uh, when they <laughs> need a substitute. When they are hung over, mm-hmm. or so Mrs. Krabappel has led me to believe. So I think I think Inspector is Inspector Gadget uh, a Deke cartoon. I am 100% sure. Yeah, I just felt like a primal gut level pull towards yes on that. I have no idea if it's true. I think it's true. Uh, But yeah, Um, Trapper Keepers. Those are things. And they're no longer things. Are are they no longer things? What the fuck is a Trapper Keeper? And how is it different than like a five-star binder or like... I have never understood the meaningful distinction. And what distinguishes a Trapper Keeper from a peachy... Well, peaches are folders. I know that like okay. peaches are just a, a colloquialism for the the folding paper folders, the ones that go inside a All binder, right. but the ones where you put stuff in. Uh, I had a teacher in the second grade or third grade that called them peaches, and it just really pissed me off because it's a folder. Just say it right. I don't. I don't understand. Oh, here's the thing: if, if he's a, if he's a teacher, he shouldn't be in the second or third grade in the first place. So I don't know that he was a reliable source of information go away you're fired from the podcast (laughs) (laughs) i i'm being very quiet because i went to a different direction i just heard trapper and i was like oh yeah tom hardy's character in the fucking leonardo dicaprio movie where he ate a buffalo inception no uh the one he won the the oscar for oh meet joe black no (laughs) no 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 no. uh hold on what's eating gilbert grape the Revenant. I figured it out. This was a fun game, but I figured it out. <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. I know I did. I, okay, I, I just Me need Joe to... Black is not a DiCaprio joint. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a, a, a juggling of uh, one Brad Pitt's body type movie. But I yes. needed to like get movie. that down, dude, because the last few weeks I have been frazzled and out of it, and I feel like I am losing my mind just in the sense of memory stuff like i feel like i'm normally mm. like the sharp imdb like i know it off the top of my head kind of like movie mm. trivia guy and just i i got stuck because uh, i couldn't think of hillary duff's name 
Like, it freaked me out. It's like, Hillary Duff. No bu- it Damn is. it. It's Hillary Duff. <laughs> I know that now, but I didn't know it for three days when I was you, trying to make a joke. Why didn't you just Google Lizzie McGuire? Like- <laughs> because I couldn't think of Lizzie McGuire, Anthony. <laughs> like, it freaked me out. And I kid you not, like, in the middle. Why didn't you just Google Miranda's friend? I, my my dude, like I would if I could, but I woke up from a cold sweat. What is screaming? Why didn't you just out, Google Ethan Kraft's sometimes girlfriend? Never, never his girlfriend. She had a massive crush on Ethan Kraft, but they never ended up together. And you can Why hear the rest Google of this. Gordo's will they won't they? Uh, yeah, they end up together. That's right. Rub it in, gentlemen. On my. Early onset dementia. You guys, you guys can know, listen Nigel. to more of this in the Lizzie McGuire Diaries, a new podcast Two. from uh, whatever our podcast network's name is. Okay, okay, fine. Three things. First okay. of all, Lizzie McGuire's. It's right fucking there, Tony. Start putting some effort into this. Thank you. Second thing. I, I uh, came up Nigel. with Pete and Pete and Anthony and Casey, so shut up. Nigel. Yes. Um... First of all, memory loss is actually a documented and well-known. Who the fuck is calling me? <laughs> oh God damn it! It no, is this it, fucking senator. It is. Oh wait a minute. A documented no, and actually... well-known symptom of coronavirus, Nigel. Uh, so mm, I finished no. Nigel Casey's sentence for him. No, sorry. <laughs> um, memory loss is actually a well-known and documented symptom of anxiety and trauma uh, mm. under under which we we all uh, which we are all certainly experiencing presently so don't fret and also if it makes you feel any better i once sat in my favorite restaurant uh phony in haven uh, i once sat in my favorite hamburger restaurant for half an hour trying to remember dr phil's first name <laughs> oh that, that's that's like, is it tim sweet. <laughs> is his name tim phil tim phil <laughs> yep tim phil yeah. His his favorite pastime is hitting guys on skateboards in the Universal parking lot. I told you about that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's why I mentioned fuck? it. I I was working Wait, there. I was working there when that happened. Doctor Phil has a very bad habit of being a bad driver and hitting people with his vehicle, and they keep that under wraps, which I'm probably going to get like sued for. So if we can like blank out me saying it, but um, the Holy guy shit. who got hit, really sweet guy bodybuilder like really nice um was in the right away and dr phil was just shooting by and he hit him and he instinctually got up he just popped right up and was all like sure he's like oh wow like i got hit bro like that's crazy and i was and then like dr phil came out he's like oh man big fan like really sweet (laughs) about it and then it was like an hour after that all happened like he's like oh man my shoulder really hurts like that was crazy (laughs) everyone's like dude you should sue the fuck out of him like fuck this job like for real and like he he accidentally got caught like on social media saying something or like and then what happened for the next month to this dude is he got hounded by tmz and a bunch of people and he it fucked with him bad dude like i would imagine and so where like like, he misspoke writing-wise just because he was like, I, I have it as an option, and then they threatened him, and then he lost his job at Universal Studios. Holy shit. Yeah, man. Really sweet dude, and, like, he was totally in the right-of-way because Dr. Phil's a shitty driver. Moral of the story, don't get hit by Dr. Phil if you can help it. Yeah. Jeez. He's on camera and everything. So, yeah, fun oh, stories. Where do we go from there? <laughs> God. So, <laughs> this is Peculiar Objects. Uh... 
uh, a show that tries to recreate every one of your favorite 80s kids movies. You all know them. Goonies, Monster Squad, uh, Gremlins. I think that was a new one we added last week. Um, yeah. Uh, Critters. Critters. Munchies. Critters. I don't, ghoulies. I don't know what munchies Ooh. or ghoulies are. I've never heard of either of those films. It's a symptom of smoking the, the Mary J, is what I've been told. But uh, Casey and Nigel are kids, and they ride on bikes, and they go on adventures, and it is uh, 80s nostalgia-fueled adventure. And uh, I, as your game master, am the person who guides them through this journey and guides them through this adventure. Uh, so yeah. Casey Hills has our recap for last week before we get started. It's true. Let me, uh, okay, here I've got a very careful recap I've taken down. Let me read my notes from the last session. <clears throat> Sexy goblin, question mark? <laughs> yep. No. Uh, That's last all I have week... written for this <laughs> There you week. go. <laughs> last week, uh, we witnessed the disappearance of one Carly Figueroa, um, a wee boogan of a girl who escaped her home in the dead of night following some Pied Piper's tune deep into the woods. Uh, it was then the science fair, and young Oddsworth, just yonder, had to contend against the science judges all by his lonesome. And you know what? He made what I think we can all agree was a fair show of it with his investigation into whether volcanoes are naturally occurring or whether they're a man-made phenomenon, <laughs> which is very good. Um, Steve... I have written down. So there's that. And then uh, we went to <laughs> the soda the, fountain. In the group of kids, right? Or was uh, No, no, Steve worked at the soda fountain. He was That's there right. Steve of... was the replacement Johnny. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we did a little investigation, and uh, we learned that uh, Carly Figueroa, Audie's lab partner, science partner, volcano partner, um, partner in science is apparently the daughter of Johnny Figueroa, the possible vampire who runs the Four Corner, and also that he has either an identical or very similar brother named Jimmy, which would explain, if they both worked there, it could explain why it seems like one person is always there. I'm I'm intrigued, and I'm 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 eager to find out more about that particular situation. Yeah. Uh, so we went there, and apparently Carly has been humming um, a weird and haunsome tune for a little while. Uh, but then we left the grieving parent alone and uh, went off to see a raunchy teen sex romp. Okay. So. Oh, and when we when we approached the box office, armed. Forearmed and forewarned with the knowledge that a fiver slipped to the correct uh, ticket jerk could uh, admit us access to this forbidden nirvana of carnal National Lampoon delights. Uh, but when we arrived, the guy wasn't wearing any kind of shirt at all. He was wearing like a like a like a uniform polo shirt. Not in no kind of shirt from which we could draw information re his bribeability, right. Nigel, is what I meant. I was just thinking like it's Aladdin with a vest and like no shirt. Yeah. It's, like, it's like all right. Buddy. No nipples. Yeah. Leave your nipples at the door. Feeling good on the Thursday, I get it. Alright, are we ready? We've all been there. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. An interlude. Ten years earlier. It's midnight in the town of Spencer's Folly. The moon is full and bright, and the usually sleepy town is rustling with activity. 
a low rustle, but a rustle nonetheless. Figures emerged silently from their respective houses. The figures, cloaked in black, head towards the center of town. As we reach the center of town, a gathering of around 30 individuals congregate near the statue of the fallen. As the remainder of the cloaked figures appear, a hooded figure steps up onto the statue's pedestal and speaks. It is now time to purge this town of the evil that resides within it, as we have for generations before. The other members join hands and form a circle surrounding the monument. The young man, speaking, steps off the statue and lights a large bonfire in front of him. Let the ritual begin. The crowd begins to chant in a tongue that is not human. The fire in the middle, once a dark orange, turns turquoise and erupts into a giant pyre in the sky. A dark plume of smoke stretches across the sky as if spreading for miles before dissipating into ash before them. Ten years later, you both approach the local cineplex. It is dusk, and the sun setting creates a nice pink hue across the sky. The billboard of the marquee glows brightly as a ward against any potential danger that may befall you. The man in the booth is not the man you are sure you should be meeting. Hmm. Nigel, I, I actually do have some additional notes I wrote down last time that I think might be helpful here. I've got, uh, mm-hmm. I've got, I've got yak, <laughs> and I've got uh, Mayan calendar. <laughs> Like in one sentence, or like no. Separate? One line, like one that, line, and the next, and the next ground on what the fuck? I never mentioned either of those things. Uh, were these like theories? I, Are they you theories? know, I I couldn't I couldn't tell you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's that's a great way to end my my well written and thought out <laughs> intro. <laughs> It was amazing. So here's the thing. Last time, I was very excited because the only thing I know about the Sex Pistols was that their leader and front man was a guy called Johnny Rotten. And I only know that because of a Neil Young song I love. So I was going to have Kit go up and be like, be like, um, you know, the king is gone and not forgotten. And he goes, this is the tale of Johnny Rotten. And it would be a whole thing. But like, <laughs> there's no way Kit would know that. And that's not honest. That's, That's okay. Uh, so, what do Yak we... Yak and Mayan calendar. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and here we are. Or it might be Y2K. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> A.K.A. Yak. So... Uh, so, Nigel, what do, what, do we, what, do we, what do we do here? What do you, what do you think? Do you um, know... Oh, wait, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, well, wait a minute. Let's, let's, let's roleplay this. Yes. Hmm. Adi? Yes, sir? The, uh, the markers, the signs for which we were told to be on the lookout do not appear. In evidence, uh, tell me, do you know anything about this, uh, this singing group, this ensemble that the, uh, that the ticket vendor for, you know, is, is, is purported to enjoy? Um, I know it's like a punk group or like, um, okay. uh... I, it, it's it might be some rock and roll. It's kind of hard to tell. Um, That's true. No, it, it is the fundamental irony of punk rock that it all sounds the same. No, it's it's true. It's not your fault. Um, hmm, that was deuter canonical. Kit doesn't say that. <laughs> um, 
So what do we do? Does Adi know anything? Does he know, like, a Sex Pistols song, maybe? Can he roll to know a Sex Pistols song? Okay, if this I, is the 80s. If... So here's the thing. Ah. The, the rumor is not that ben Grimm? he's a fan of the Sex Pistols. It's the shirt. It's right? the shirt. Fuck. It's the shirt. Right, it's the, the person shirt. wearing okay. the shirt. So there's so someone who always dimes? wears Sex Pistols shirts. And there is always someone who wears uh, Velvet Underground shirts. Um, there is a Correct. generic punk-looking person working in the ticket booth uh, that uh, could be either or of these people. I was thinking that we could have Audie go up like humming a Sex Pistols song. And if that got some recognition, we'd know that was the guy we were talking to. But like... Mm -hmm. Thony brings up an excellent point. We don't know that they're actually Sex Pistols. They could just think right. the shirts are cool. Like, I I have a Legend of Zelda Link to the Past shirt that I really enjoy. I've never gotten any appreciable distance into that game. I'm a Link's Awakening man. What up? What? 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 Well, okay, no, I've gotten what? the three pendants. I've gotten, I've gotten to the dark world, and I've finished, like, I think the first couple temples. But it's just, I don't say, I think Link's Awakening is a better game. I think it's a better game. It's more engaging. It's less It's less convoluted. I, I don't know. It's fun. I like it. It's good. I'm playing it on my Switch, you know, the the what you, the, 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 the Super Nintendo emulator thing they got on there. I'm enjoying it. I'd like to welcome everybody to Casey's last episode of Peculiar Objects. Thank you for coming, everybody. You know what? If this is how I go out, if how I go out, if how I leave my own network is in disgrace because I'm defending Link's Awakening, then you know what? Line me up. Give me a cigarette and fucking blindfold me because this is a hill I will die on on koholint forever sorry. <laughs> sorry i just like the idea of like we like we give you a cigarette we put a blindfold and then we shove you down the hill like <laughs> 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 i'm actually curious if i can if i can say this is your last episode every single every single episode we record <laughs> i think i mean we're keeping it i think we uh it's it's, it's kept up so far the streak is held it's well, like we've it's got just, the we've got the duolingo owl of it, kicking me off yeah, my own shows the here's the thing uh it's like like I didn't do it intentionally. You're the one who's causing this misfortune <laughs> upon yourself. I know. I have to try every time. I have to push you to that point. It's an insecurity thing. I have to push my friends enough to be reassured that they actually want to do this for me. I want to make sure they're willing to fucking earn it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, I have an idea. Hey. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, do you have a notebook? Of course. Okay. I have several. I was, all right, uh, could you, uh, Adi would like you to uh, hand him a, a notebook and a pencil. Can you say that in Adi's voice? Sure, of course. Sure, I have an idea. Uh, I need one notebook and one pencil, please. All right, do you have a requisition form, deputy? Adi freezes. He's it's okay. Don't worry. We can. Uh, it's okay. We can worry okay. about the paperwork okay. later. It's okay. it's okay. It's all right. I was saving this for your deputyship anniversary, but. I think I think you know the the time is appropriate. He reaches into his utility coat pocket and he pulls out a little uh little hardbound journal uh emblazoned with Audie's oh. initials <laughs> and it's got like it's got an elastic strap over the front that holds it closed. It's got a pen loop. Uh it's got What's Audie's paper type? Is he like uh do you like line? Does he like graph? Does he like dot? Does he like blank? Um he likes graphs because he can uh designs ramps easier that way. Fuck yeah, absolutely. It is graphed as hell. Got all them good dots on there on all them good lines. It's a bunch of little squares. And and from the inside is written, uh, 
with professional admiration kit marshal mm -hmm. of is Spencer's Folly and surrounding environs. Um, <clears throat> uh, Audie tears up, but um, has to shake it off because he's like, sure, we can't be out here too much longer. It's getting dark. Thank you so much. This means the world to me, and I have an idea. Of course. Um, Audie says, stay here. Uh, Audie walks over. Says, okay. excuse me, sir, to the matronee. Uh, can I help you? Yes, you can, sir. I am conducting a survey for my school, uh, trying to find out the best band in the world. Okay. May I, may I inquire upon these two that I have found to be the highest so far? All right. Uh, what is the best band in the world, in your opinion, sir? The Sex Pistols or the Velvet Underground? Neither, man. Those bands both suck. Well, uh, um, okay, sir. We're always <laughs> open to options, sir. What would you say is the best band in the world? Talking Heads, bro. Uh, on it. further on further uh, uh, inspection, is it actually just David Byrne? He he <laughs> he doesn't look like a, a traditional punk. He looks mm -hmm. more like a new wave guy. Uh, from a distance, they look kind of similar, but there's a huge difference between the two of them. Um, uh, um, uh, in that case, it, it was, would there be anyone else more inclined towards either Sex Pistols or Vever Revolver that may be one of your coworkers? <laughs> yeah, Tim Tim loves the Sex Pistols, but he's, he's off for the next few days. That's okay, sir. That concludes my survey for tonight. You've been very helpful. Thank you very much. And then I run back. Deputy, what'd you yeah. learn? Nothing. He likes Fair enough. talking heads, but it's this guy, Tim. But Tim's not working tonight, so I'm not sure what to do. Okay. Well, first of all, write down that it's Tim. That's going to come in useful later, especially if this establishment has a new practice of requiring uniforms instead of allowing him to wear whatever shirt he pleases. Okay. Got it. Tim um, likes pistol sex. There you go. Well, you know, we'll, 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 we'll work on your notebooking. In a little bit, we'll we'll teach you. We'll, we'll put an index together, and we'll help you put together a um, a taxonomy for your clues and such. Mm -hmm. um, so, Thony, are there any other? First, first of all, is this a multiplex? Or is there more than one movie showing tonight? Uh, there is more than one movie showing. It's a multiplex. It's not huge. There are three <laughs> movie screens. Okay. So, what else is playing? Um, e. Man's Revenge playing. Two, Ross the <gasps> Dog. Okay. E.T. is playing. Uh, the dog. In and that case. And Back to the Future is playing because this is the Ooh. 80s and there is no specification about what point in That's time That's a good movie. Is. All right. Well, I'm not sure if Back to the Future is PG or PG-13. I feel like it should probably be PG-13 for a it lot of reasons. It is indeed PG. So, so, and I can't prove that I'm over 13 um, because uh, identification is just a trick from the government to get your information. Kit's going to turn into this weird, like, libertarian. <laughs> Am I being detained? <laughs> no, I'm detaining you. <laughs> um, all right. All right, deputy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to conduct a little, um, a little subterfuge. Give me just one moment. Okay. Uh, is there another is there another ticket seller working, or is it no. the same guy? It's it's one. It's like, like it's a small theater. There's there's one ticket booth. There's three movies that are playing, like. Okay. It's it's like no worries. picturesque, 
like old timey kind of movie theater sure place no worries all right so then i go up and i say good evening sir i would like two tickets for the et please <laughs> the what but et it's right there right there on yonder marquee i don't know what you're talking about bro at it's it was right it's right there by yeah, Steven Spielberg no music by John Williams. I have no idea. Which what seems like an odd about. thing to put on a marquee, but I guess they're really proud of it. Adi, did you follow him or are you staying in the back? Um, I I come running up. <laughs> I think Adi knows the look, right? He's like, yeah. oh no. <laughs> um, uh, did you get the tickets to ET? Oh, E.T., I see. Oh, some letters must have fallen off. It says at right now. But, yeah, two two tickets to E.T., please. All right, uh, that'll be $5. I don't know Very how much good. movie, movie mm. tickets cost in the 80s. $2. $2. I don't know. Two bucks fifty each it, it, sounds like a lot. I was going to say, but it's two the bucks. only movie theater, so they get to do the... Oh, okay, that's fine. It's, well, it's two I, bucks fair. Canadian or Alaska. You're not that's really sure what the, the currency it is. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, Kit, opens up his, Kit opens up his money pouch. Do you take wampum? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? Drachma? Lyra? Uh, no? All right. Well, no, no, no worries. All right. I slide him five bucks Canadian. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm going to say you slide him just five dollars. Uh, no specific specific money type. Five dollar currency. You, you five just, clams. You just slide him five dollars. Five monies. All right, uh, he gives you. So I'm going to say it's two dollars, not not uh, not five dollars. So he slides right. you back three dollars. Very good. I take my three dollars. I say, all right, now deputy, what do we do when we make an expenditure on the clock? Uh, we 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 document it so that we can Very use good. it as a tax return later. Absolutely, and I hand him the receipt. <laughs> I, uh, good job, deputy. I now that's in- for your. That's for your official records, but the ticket stub, that's for your personal log. Okay. Personal okay. log, official records. All right, so you guys have tickets to E.T. Yes. Um, I, I want to look around to see if anyone else is around. Is it just us two and this this kid? Uh, yeah, there's nobody outside. There are people inside the movie theater, but there's nobody, like, standing around. Okay. okay. We I, don't I'm see just... we don't see like a little football headed kid trying to sneak around the corner. <laughs> no. Well, right. I'm I'm, uh, I'm uh, Audie's more specifically keeping an eye out for one streetlight killer. He's a little on edge. Yeah, that's so. well. The the yeah, thing that's, is that's what I was interested the in. The thing too. is the the lights at the cinema the Cineplex are bright enough that they at least in your town ward off any any potential danger that could come it's almost like a safe haven that's why you guys are okay okay with being in front of it after dark um because there are no street lights around it because the movie theater is bright bright enough to light the street very nice okay i just like to think that wherever people are like when it's street light time everybody just kind of pauses and like observes like Mm -hmm. it's a little a little ritual right. just to make sure that everything's okay. That this isn't the day he hangs around longer than just when the street lights come on. Ah, oh, he lingers. That's so gross. Yeah, that was real bad. It's only happened once or twice, but it's enough. It's made an and they have like I would like to think they have like a little chant, like a little poem, like uh, oh yeah, uh, like uh, 
round about the sunfall, uh, you better not arome. Or you'll hear the clicking walker call following you home. Or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they all say it. And it, ward, it wards off spookiness. All right, they head into the pictures. <laughs> yes, they do. Okay, so uh, there's like a snack bar. There's a small arcade in the corner. Um, it's not yes, that big of a place. Uh, there's there's teenagers kind of roaming around. There's some adults roaming around. Uh, you don't notice any kind of like security, any kind of like someone keeping an eye on things. There is a guy at the ticket booth before you enter into the theaters, uh, but all of the movie screens are on one side of the theater. So... <laughs> Uh, oh, nice. When he points it to you, he just kind of points in the general direction. It's not like you're going one up or going the other direction. They're all in the um, same place. Really quick, Audie runs over to the arcade and uh, checks to see if there's any uh, loose quarters or anything like that. Uh, you find one token. Dope. Fuck yeah. Because this is the kind of arcade that forces kids oh, to they do pay like money the, for tokens. Like the cats. Like you put your loony or your quarter in and out comes like a cat coin. Yep dope but it's not a cat, cat coin because coin. that's yeah, that's cinemark. that's cinemark specific and this is not a cinema oh yeah that's front row joe front yeah, row okay. joe yeah. all right you know uh, i was never an arcade kid so i did not know that oh yeah buddy i was definitely huh. an arcade kid like i want a front row joe token i would be there an hour and a half before my movie just so i could play always always yeah mm-hmm. it's it was dance revolution for me i always went to the mm-hmm. movie theater at the mall i would play dance revolution uh we'd play house of the dead uh, that would like be an okay. integral part. We'd get All to the right. mall two hours early so we can play video games before we went to go see our movie. I was a car and evil Wild. kid. Uh, I also liked Area well, 51. Area 51. Yeah, I do remember fun. Area 51. Area 51 was awesome. <laughs> okay, so right. uh, yeah, there's um, you see kids your age, you see adults, you see a bunch of people. And there's All kind right. of moving. We go around. up to you the got around ten minutes before previews start. Well, obviously, we're going to need snacks if this is a stakeout. Oh, absolutely. So we head up to the, we head up to the snack bar. Good evening. You got any, uh, got any hot buttered peas? The guy, the guy blinks at you. I just want a bag of peas. That's all. Just like a little. No? What kind Wait. of stew you got tonight? <laughs> Casey has, has Kit Russell never been in a movie before. Kit Russell has he okay he has he has been there when a flicker show was being played mm-hmm. okay uh but this but like it was just, they 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 ha- you had to bring food it wasn't like they didn't have food there so he just brought some some well, hot I buttered mean, in, peas in town in and, in and a thermos the of town stew of Spencer's folly has is this the first time Kit Russell oh. has ever stepped inside this movie theater. Oh, forgive me. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that was the question. Yeah, absolutely. This is the first time he has How ever, long has um, he lived frequent. in this town before? Like, how long has he lived in this uh, town? He's lived here uh, 17 months. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. He's Year and a half. Too. Uh, there is, a, there is a, a sign with a list of the snacks available uh, in front I see. of the thing. I didn't say that. That's just of, there. Like, the guy I'm saying save all kinds of time. DM, not not. For the astute, the observant moviegoer. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, uh, Audie laughs. <laughs> this guy is too square to be hip with it. Sir, let me inform you. What my friend here is trying to say to you is we would like a large popcorn, 
and two tabs. Thank you very much. All right, that'll be well. I don't. I don't really plan dollars. to come here that often, Audi. I don't know that we need to start a tab, much less one for each of us. We can just sure, sure. It's for cool. the department. Uh, it's a okay. delicious beverage. He looks at you oh, while right. he's filling two glasses up with tab and slides them over. <laughs> I like that this movie theater sells glasses. <laughs> yeah, exa- yeah, that's nice. You, well, you, you so make so quality for me. So, for so that's 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 uh, that's what I call all cups. Um, in general, I'm getting a glass of water. Doesn't matter what the the container is made out oh, of. Oh, I see. When I'm now, saying, I like the idea of it being glasses, like to where it's like exactly. Back this in is the really day, like, this is really classy. Yeah, this is how Canada yeah. does it. <laughs> young Canada hasn't discovered plastic yet, so. <laughs> but are you in Canada or are we in Alaska? Maybe. No one knows. This lends weight to either argument, really. Well, no, it doesn't. You guys are saying that. For him to move. You like, guys are what saying else that are we going to philosophize on? You guys are saying that in Canada, there is glasses instead of plastic. So is this Canada or is this Alaska? This is Spencer's Folly. This is God. I love you, Nigel. That was very good. Yes, this is Spencer's fault. I, I now, what's interesting is choice. I, I don't. I don't want any of these Reese's pieces, but I feel certain that after the movie we're about to go watch, I will be filled with a craving for them, and I could not say why. Do you know also, what Reese's e- pieces are? How do you know an what e- Reese's pieces that was an are? E.T. But joke. you don't. <laughs> yeah, know it was a good one. What Stony? What you don't that was know? Canonical. What? That was an ET joke. Do I need to hold up? Do I need to like make a special sign when I'm doing when I'm saying something out of character? Yep. Like, Especially if you say it in character, because you did say it in character. Well, I said it in voice. That's not the same as saying it in character. Well, how, how, okay, your 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 character is a giant oddball of of weird quirks no no he's the oddball he's very small that that i cannot decipher when you are being serious about or not Uh, i know it's just like being friends with regular me (laughs) okay i i like the idea if you will that this movie theater has a uh uh, now stay with me on this a failed chef that um (laughs) nope no come on here's the man out thony that um with every film that comes out he has a special he likes to make so naturally yes. et would have the reese's pieces and like uh he uh, for porkies he has the naughty donut holes like yes. it's all like promo stuff fine fine as long yes! as casey can't order stew as a movie theater Not. snack I will allow there to no, be a that was, failed chef. That, no, that was last weekend's showing of Blazing Saddles, so he, we're fine. There, it, yeah, that adds up. <sighs> okay, <laughs> you guys have five minutes before uh, before uh, previews come on. Okay, is there a glunch of uh, teens nearby a talking? Yeah, I was going to say, I want to yeah, observe, there's, there's observe who's going into what doors. There's teens everywhere. Like, like there's a lot of teenagers. They're talking. Um, uh, you don't recognize anybody that you saw at your school. Uh, that's not to say that they aren't at the movie theater, but they could be in right. the movie itself already. Okay. Um, I could do a little Lost Kid routine. But not to the extent to where it's like, I'm scared. Like, I could go up to random people and ask them, like which movie theater is this movie in? I'm looking for my parent. 
to to what end? I don't know. I like I'm trying to be like <laughs> fair enough. Nope. You know what? It's good enough for me. I just I, like, I'm trying to be sneaky on something to where it's like just open the door and look. But like what are you, okay? So oh, there, okay. There, are, there are names of the movies in front of each door. Gosh, you guys aren't it. going to have to try to figure out. Like, we're not gonna have to sneak in. No, it's not. Okay. It's not like the time. It's not like the time at the Lancaster Cinemark Twelve where mm. where I bought a ticket for something and then snuck into Kill Bill Volume Two. Dope. I think that's that's a right though at the dollar theaters. There is you. You just you oh, pay yeah. for the the G and you go for the R. There it is. As an adult, I do that. I don't know why. <laughs> Just to fuck with their algorithms. No, it's to feel alive again. Be like, take that, the man. Stick it to you. Okay. Then uh, I guess we just uh, we head into the uh, Porky's Memorial Amphitheater. Right. Uh, Which oddly smells of lots of donuts. So, yeah, the guy mm. the guy that's working at the ticket booth is definitely a teenager. He's probably stoned, and he could care less. <gasps> oh, okay. I was going to bribe him with some Reese's Pieces, but dope. Let's go. <laughs> No, we don't have to. More for us. More for us. God, I've got a bag of those downstairs. So you guys handed the tickets. Some now. You guys handed the tickets. Like it's in uh, one of these three, and he kind of just points. <laughs> <behind him. laughs> Fair enough. Share your worth ec- ethics. Amaze me. Uh, yep, thanks. they're they're clearly getting their money's worth out of this cat. I hand Audie his ticket stub, and I like very demonstrative demonstratively take my notebook, open it, and put the ticket stub in there. I follow suit with my graphic. Or my graph good boy. notebook. Okay. Good boy, decade. And I'm sure the ticket terror is very confused about our actions, but that's fine. And mind your own he, damn business, sir. He doesn't sir. give a shit. He's he's Ow. back and he's spacing. Like he gave you <laughs> tickets you and he's just like in his own world right now. Right. <laughs> okay. So uh it's in theater three. Mm-hmm. Uh you see a big sign that says Porky's rated R, no children admitted. Let's do this. All right, deputy, put on your game face. It's time for the show, both both literally in in the sense that we're going to see one of these flicker shows, and also metaphorically in that this is when the crimes show up. All right, yeah, let's head in. <laughs> you guys have around two minutes before previews start. Okay, um, we sit and listen mm-hmm. because, like. When you're early to a picture, people talking because like there's this like active silence, mm-hmm. right? Like people kind of trying to be quiet because it's a big room and you're not you're not supposed to be super loud, but it makes everything ever super audible anyway. Um, also, Adi is wearing sunglasses to blend in. Okay, it's pretty dark. It's hard to see anything. That's okay. Adi's all right. This is like this t- is this is the '80s. It's before there's any like pre-show trivia and stuff like that so there's just a blank screen and it's kind of dark in the theater no freeze frame quiz ah um no actor jumble it is however the height of wearing your sunglasses at night so he is very stylish yeah but not to fret he has uh he has me his seeing eye marshal okay um casey uh yes sir uh you notice in the middle row uh Mm -hmm. the three gentlemen that were playing hacky sack uh, that you overheard are sitting there and they're kind of whispering to each other. Uh, there's around seven or eight more people in that row. Uh, they all seem to know each other. Hmm. You can't really I decipher could. what they're saying. Uh, there's around 30 seconds these, before the, the previews start. Are the, are these people known 
to me. Like, is this the group that he was following earlier? Like, like, do I, do I, no, no, this, yeah, these are the same people, but like, are these, are these people strangers to me or do I know them? You, you know of them, they're the kind of... I know of them, don't know them personally. Okay. Like, for you, they're roughy, no good nicks that live in the school, or that work in the school, you know what I mean, that go to the school. Yeah. Um, You don't trust them, but that's because they're just kind of teenagers who uh, don't spend their free time. Uh, The previous start, guys. Oh no! Hey, that's not fair. No, I was still considering the course of action. Uh, the pre- the previews have started. It doesn't mean they. Like, I was going to do a thing s- as soon as you stopped talking. <laughs> I said ten minutes. Man. I've I've already established Whatever. that what we're doing is in real time. So fair enough, right? Uh, 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 Audie looks around. Is but there any the thing. Uh, like what's up? They're teenagers. Like mm-hmm. I talk uh, well up into and through the movie. So just because uh, the previews have started, they haven't stopped talking. Especially because mm. they're not there to really watch the movie either. Oh. Um, hmm. I mean, you, you okay. don't know that. You guys don't know that as characters. Okay. But you can see that they're still just kind of uh, chatting with each other. Um, well, okay. What were then we talking can we, about can before we say... the time? Well, we, we didn't talk about positioning. Can can right. we say that we sat just, like, one – not the row behind them, because that's conspicuous, but, like, Two rows back. maybe just – Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Close enough to over here. Just know that the closer you guys are to them, the better chance that you will to – you will have to hear what they're saying, but also the greater chance that you will be caught in, in over uh, what Eve's Caught down. what? Enjoying a body picture with my young apprentice? Or nothing suspicious over here, like eavesdropping and trying to figure out what they're talking about. Uh, So yeah, Casey, these are (laughs) to you. They're no good nicks. To you, they're they're like uh, they're like bad kids in the school. In reality, they're like average kids. They're B students. Some of them are A students. Uh, They just kind of live their lives. They don't get into trouble. They just kind of do things. Like social they enjoy events, their lives. Yeah, they they just enjoy okay. their lives. Like like. Okay. But to you, they're the kids that that instead of going out and patrolling the city like they should be, uh, are right playing hacky sack and and loitering in the parking lot every day. They're kicking those legs. They're they're using their precious leg energy to kick that tiny beanbag instead of to walk their streets, making sure there's no trouble happening. It's unconscionable. <laughs> but yes. Uh, so I listened because one of them said something about how there's like it's unmissable or or whatever. So so Kit assumes because Kit doesn't really know from the pictures very much, but he assumes that there's there's something maybe else going on here. Like it's a like it's an important social thing, especially if as you said, it doesn't appear that they're really here to be watching the pictures. So it's it's really hard uh, to tell. Like uh, there's some people that are super into trailers, and there are others who. That's uh, true. Could, maybe these guys are I just am very here. into trailers. Maybe these guys are just here for the boobs and and nothing else. Well, it's hard to tell. You can't God tell bless from America. that. Um, but <laughs> what they talked about did pique your interest that you are curious about why they are gathering here uh, when Correct. they did. So we play it cool. Um, I open my notebook and uh, ready my pen, and I know it is dark, and I cannot see, but... Uh, Kit has taught himself to be able to write in a straight line and legible hand without looking, which is a skill that can be learned. Nice. Okay. Uh, so 
the movie starts. The trailers are over. The movie starts. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, Adi wants to look around to see if there's anyone suspicious. Other like Kit's focused on the teenagers in front of us. Adi looks around. Like he he tilts his sunglasses down and he scans the theater to look to see anybody else. No, there's there's still people filtering in, but they're all kind of grabbing seats. Anyone that like catches my eye or freaks me out or uh... any spidey sense going on. There is a crazy woman with pink hair and a peg leg that is sitting on the other side of Mm -hmm. your row. I'm writing it down. Crazy woman, pink hair, peg leg. Is her name Peg? Her name's Peg, right? No, her leg is a woman named Peg. Oh, thank you. Yeah. There's a lady drawn on the peg leg named Peg. There you go. Thank Uh, you for hanging that up. Yeah. So... (laughs) I regret this. <laughs> um, okay, so the movie starts. Uh, the brilliant thing is, if Tony ever realized he could just fire himself, <laughs> this whole thing would implode. But... No, because I want to continue doing this. I'm just going to find people that, that do this the way I want them to do this. The movie <laughs> starts. starts. The movie starts. Um, it's kind of silent. You don't really hear them talking for, for right now. Um, they seem to be engrossed in the film. Um, around... Now, when does Bugs Bunny get here? <laughs> not that kind of film, sir. Oh, I see. Uh, around 20 minutes in, uh, you see sure. uh, one of the individuals that you spied at the, the, at the school um, lean over and, like, cup his friend's ear and whisper something into that ear. Um, you see uh, a kind of a game of telephone happening uh, after he finishes whispering, the person next to him whispers into the person's ear next to him, and so forth until it reaches the end of the row. Okay. Um, when it nears the point nearest me, like when, when the message comes to the point nearest me on the line, um, I want to already be, I don't want to do it conspicuously right then when the message reaches me, but I want to already be like kind of leaned forward, like scrambling on the floor, looking like I'm looking for something like that time when I went to see Underworld Rise of the Lycans and dropped my Zippo and had to spend 20 minutes in the theater looking for it. And the cleanup staff afterward, they were very displeased with me. And they said, you're a very young boy. Why do you even have a Zippo? And I said, because I'm responsible and my parents gave it to me for Christmas. It has an enameled painting of a wolf on it. And if I lose it, then I'll have disproven the very premise by which they gave me a gift. So how about you just fucking stop giving me lip and you Use your usher's flashlight to help me find this personal artifact, sir. Just follow the smell of lighter fluid. They were so mad they wanted that lighter. Like, like get out of here, kid. Let us earn our treasure. You're right. <laughs> okay, um, Casey. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, childhood trauma aside. Right. Uh, I'm going to need you to roll for this. Ooh. Uh, they're okay, no, whispering cause... very like even though you're you're and you're what a row two rows behind them you're not even the sitting directly behind them right yeah we got a oh, row shit. in front of us yeah you're right okay then i want to i want to i want to climb over the row as stealthily as i can mm-hmm. but once i'm there in the row i'm not trying to like hide or creep down or be like a stealth foos there Okay, so you're. So what do I roll? Um, you're doing two things. First okay. thing you're doing is trying to quietly um, 
move over. You're like you're not. Are you going out of the row and going back into the row, or are you just gonna climb over the seat in front of you? Uh, I'm just gonna just gonna climb over, and I'm gonna do so. I'm gonna step over the back of the seat and like put my foot on the seat and fold it down so it's so it's quiet and cushioned. Okay. Um. What do I roll? What do you have? How would you do this? I got. Um, I feel like um, brains would be a good one because it is smart to figure out that if I fold the cushion down and step on that, it'll make less noise. Okay. Cool. What else Let's do you have? Here. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I've, got, I've got the same skills as always. I've got fight, flight, <laughs> brains, brawn, charm, or grit, and I feel like brains is really the closest. I mean, I guess I could use brawn to, like, like tense Hold my it. body and physically sneak as quietly as possible but like an what is your brain gymnast my brains is uh d10 d10 okay so um yeah you're gonna need to roll pretty high because you're gonna be doing two separate actions in one kind okay. of fluid movement uh so you really need to roll a nine uh, in how about this how this Whew. Uh, hmm. Well, the odds are I'm not going to make that, especially since I don't have any any chompy points to spend. Um, the, but... the thing is, the thing is, you are also like leaving a lot up to fates to decide what is going to happen. Yes, it is going to be more quiet to uh, step on a cushion rather than step on the floor, but you have no idea right. if that that chair you're about to sit on has a a squeaky hinge. If if you're going to yes successfully step on it, but right. but your trench coat which you wear all the time gets caught as you're trying to step over it, and you kind of stumble. Of course, I wear it all the time. It's one of my badges of office. Am I going to go around without trousers? Honestly, <laughs> number um, two, you are trying to do this as you are. As a conversation is moving quickly across a row, so your timing has trying to, to be perfect uh, as well. Okay. And and lastly, you need to do it and get close enough that you can hear someone who is cupping their hand around a person's ear and whispering into their ear. Okay. And lastly, for me, uh, failure is interesting and moves the story forward, so it's a chance I should take. Right, Nigel? Right. What do you think? Yeah. Do it for the story. Okay, cool. No, no, no I'm going to just try it. And uh, much as I love my mother and these beautiful seashell dice she gave me, they do not roll very well. So instead, I'm going to use my um, my very sexy grape jelly metal dice from uh, Kinetic Gadgets. Not our sponsor, but if they'd like to be. Right. Go. Oh, guess who rolled a nine, baby? Get out. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Well nine. done, sir. Yeah. Thank you, good dice. I'm going to get this die a hat. So tell me how you do this. Uh, in the way I described a moment ago. Yeah, like a champ. So no, I want you to Yeah, climb. like a boss. <laughs> like a marshal. <laughs> you climb like over. Okay, I, I climb over, and then I, I lean forward as if I'm looking for something on the floor, and I grab something out of my utility coat so in case I get caught, I can be like, oh, there's my astrolabe. But, uh, <laughs> you know, only only event that, that I should get caught. Okay, so... You don't make out uh, 90% of that conversation, uh, but you do hear center of town midnight. And right. uh, you, and that's it. They, they kind of go back to watching the film.
Oh, I found my sextant. Nobody worry. And then, um, <laughs> sextant? Uh, Thought they closed the that guy, place the down. The guy sitting in and front then... of you looks uh, looks around and stares at you uh, with, like, an inquisitive look. Uh, Sorry, you I kind dropped of, my You kind I of regret. my sextant. Uh, um, Audie immediately goes, shh, shh, Sorry, I'm sorry. No talking. This was my daddy's sextant. He gave it to me for Christmas. Shh. They weren't sure I could handle sure. the responsibility. You're, you're making it worse. Uh, <laughs> the, right, the, guy, the guy over. sitting in front of you turns around and says, dude, you need to shut the fuck up right now. We're trying to sorry, watch the sorry, film. Sorry. Then turn Citizen, I'm sorry. Turn around, man. The movie's in front of you. Um, oh, shit. Audie, easy. God damn. <laughs> Down, boy. <laughs> no. Fuck that guy. Audie <laughs> takes his theater going kind of get very seriously. <laughs> You sit back down, you watch the movie. Um, the guy that you were spying on turns around and kind of stares at you for a couple seconds. We don't notice because we're watching the movie, just like any normal uh, citizens with no ulterior motives would be doing. Right. Um, Adi's getting, like, real pissed. <laughs> like, though he's very distracted by, he accidentally mixed uh, the Reese's Pieces with the the popcorn so and found it to be delicious. Here's the thing, Casey. <laughs> Um, yes, sir. These people, uh, you don't really know these people. However, uh, you are pretty well known as the fucking weirdo in your own high school. It's a Jeez. weird way to say Marshall, uh, <laughs> lawman of the area, but I, must be a colloquialism, a regionalism. So the guy notices who you are, and he's very suspicious of, of what you just did. All right. Because you decided um, to... Announce what you were doing uh, to the. I needed to find my right sextant. <laughs> right. How am I going to calculate latitude without it? Honestly. Um, <laughs> the the guy like stares at you. He goes back to the film. Like Tony. Uh, yes. I would like to roll grit uh, to like concentrate and convincingly just watch the picture. What's your grit? 20! Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, but is this in your nature to uh, to watch the picture when uh, when someone, like, is giving you an accusatory glance? You're a paragon of No, virtue. that's why it's difficult and interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is, this is completely out of character. You need to roll an 18. All right, let's see here. Come on, big old metal D20. Daddy needs a new Paris sandwich. Okay, well, that's a five, which <laughs> means I get a little jewel token. Yay. Uh, let's tell, <laughs> I need to tell you what the negative 15 means. Okay, okay, okay. Rolling a five, it, that's, not a ne- that's not how uh, that works. 13. So, so. Uh, no, okay, that's not a, okay, profound. no, I did not roll there a negative be... 13, sir. I rolled a five. <laughs> okay, so here's how it works in this game. You have mm-hmm. to okay. hit a point threshold, okay? All right. Depending on how significant your loss is, uh, okay, shows what is going to happen. So a negative okay. ten to a negative fourteen, uh, the failure okay, is profound. There will be consequences for this failure, likely in keeping Fuck. with what would be expected. But that, that does not oh, mean shit. that those consequences won't be very bad. Uh, these consequences right. may strongly influence the course of the current play section. Oh, generally, shit. through a character will only find themselves failing this badly when they bite off more than they probably can chew, <laughs> or because oh, of the it. cruelty of Tony. the GM. 
Uh, I didn't realize there was a threshold. Are there any other sex bob songs I need to be aware of? <laughs> I told you guys last week nice. that there's a oh. threshold. Thank you. I, I mentioned this last week because you rolled a negative one, I say. The character let's find out, man. Badly. Let's find out where okay. this story is going. So let's put a pin on this, and this is a rules moment in this game. Uh, for everybody <laughs> right. to know. So there are guidelines for failure of success. So a plus 10 or higher, the character succeeds smoothly and easily. Likely it looks like the oh. character is just showing off or that the task is done so readily that it happens without any effort at all, as Casey did. Um, so elegantly with that chair. Um, well, technically, well, you know, no, it wasn't the chair. I try. The chair succeeds. Uh, <laughs> uh, but in other things that you guys have done where you've rolled really, really well, um, mm. him getting through and out of the... Uh, office really quickly um so yeah that was great uh plus five to plus nine character succeeds quite impressively at the gm's discretion the character might have some additional benefits beyond the success but these will be slight and only if important or pushing the game forward uh this okay. character succeeds but not impressively and a benefit any benefits the character gains above beyond the success mm-hmm. should be quite Sorry. limited if present at all uh a zero the character succeeds but just barely decide- decidedly nothing happens um okay Negative one to four, the character fails, but not too badly. Uh, there might be some very short minor-term minor consequences. Like last week when, because Adi failed his by negative one, you had a very, very limited time to get into the office and out of the right. office. Right. Uh, negative five to negative nine, the failure is bad, but not a disaster. There will be some short-term consequences that might lead what? to some immediate difficulties, but nothing that the character can't handle if they focus on them. The failure is profound. There will be consequences <laughs> okay. for this failure, likely in keeping with what it would be expected. I already read that. Um, and Great. last one, okay, negative so... 15. There's one more. Uh, the failure oh, is staggering right. and catastrophic. There will be both immediate and long-term consequences for this okay. failure, above and beyond what might be expected. Now, here's the thing. There, it's dependent on what you're doing. Your catastrophic, right? The catastrophic may be you've created much of too much of a ruckus that you have now been kicked out of the movie theater. That is catastrophic right. for what you're doing. It doesn't mean the world is ending. So, Casey, you well, and I rolled trying... a negative thirteen, not a negative fifteen. I rolled serious consequences, Math. not catastrophic. The failure mm-hmm. is okay. profound. So the failure Casey, is profound, and yes, it's because <laughs> they they bit off more than they can chew, which in Kit Russell's case is sitting calmly while someone is giving them an accusatory glance right uh, so i'm gonna leave so it it's not to necessarily you. it's not necessarily that i'm doing the thing i'm doing badly it's that it doesn't work and it doesn't work very badly right so like so this this cat like just like straight up does not buy that i'm being nonchalant and you are finding it increasingly difficult to ignore the fact that he's staring at you I just I love the idea of him. Yeah, (laughs) like you're staring, but you keep like glancing over it, making eye contact, not meaning to, but like trying to be as slick as possible. But you can't help yourself. Do you do you say anything or you bosoms? (laughs) That's what you say. Uh, Adi, you look. I'm hoping to distract him. I'm trying to get him to turn around. Adi, you look at the screen. There are boobs (laughs) on the screen. Uh, My jaw drops and my glasses fall off. Okay, you're gonna have like to your shirt collar pops. And you're yeah. <laughs> How blind is Adi? He's not blind. I, these are these are sunglasses. Oh, sunglasses! I forgot. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Adi, his shoes shoot off the sir. end of his feet. <laughs> the the guy the guy in the front row stares at you long enough that 
uh, he's definitely making a point, and you definitely get the sense that he is is staring at you for a reason before he slowly turns his head around and uh, watches the screen again. Um, mm. Like five minutes later, you see him lean over and whisper to the guy in the middle. Um, three or four of them get up and exit the theater. Uh, the movie is not even close to being done yet, and they just kind of walk out. Porky is still in escrow. The place isn't even his yet. <laughs> um, so we wait an appropriate amount of time. Actually, you know what? Is there um, – I actually, there must be. There must be an emergency exit, right? Um, yeah, but the emergency exit drops you out into the street. You don't necessarily know where this person is going. No, but I, I, I thought it would be a, a good way to try and, like, surveil them. Because there's, I mean, is there, is there, are there any other, like, main exits besides the, the front ingress, egress point? I mean, there's emergency exits in each theater. Uh, however, right. you, you saw him leave the theater, but you don't necessarily know if he's leaving the movie theater itself or if he just stepped That's outside of the movie because he didn't trust having this conversation with you there. That's a point. Okay, um... Um, then I do I, we fill each other in on this, or am I too distracted by the movie? That's an excellent question. That sounds like a grit role to me for yeah. a very young boy to pay mm-hmm. attention to crime doings while I, there's a risque film like, on the screen. I, I dig this just because I already, um, I already was aggressive to this guy because he wouldn't stop yeah. turning around, and then the boobs distracted me. So. It, like, he's got he's got a lot going on right now. Yeah, there's a lot of emotions and hormones that are happening for this kid. So like, should we roll it to where it's I'm I'm still being a good uh, deputy and I'm aware of the situation. Oh, you're always going to be or, a good deputy. What's, no matter your, what. what's your grit? My grit is twenty. Um, yeah, I want you to roll a ten for me. All right, here we go. It is gone. Sorry, Phil. Let me try that again. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. You yeah. rolled a ghost. Yeah. It, it literally fell under my bed, so. That is... Hi, <laughs> <I> sir. <laughs> that was a good thing, because I just rolled a 17. 17. Hot cool. Uh, so the character succeeds quite impressively. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Kit, you get you get Adi's attention, and Adi snaps his head to you, uh, ready as an attempt as uh, a junior deputy could be. Um. Uh, oh, you know what? Um, sure. Um, yes, sir. I think he got made. Hmm. I don't that know. If seems he, likely. I don't know if he saw me. Should I tail him? He saw somehow through my convincing disguise. <laughs> Another casual film goer. Um. Um. So here's the thing, Audie. You're yeah. you're relatively. How short are you? How small are you? I think he's. Re- <laughs> He's he's very small. Like I want to okay. say he's like maybe five foot, but like that's only because his head's a little bigger. Okay, so I would say even less than five foot because like a ten year old. Like I'm gonna say he's like four foot something. Oh yeah, four foot what? Four foot something. Four foot three. Okay. Four foot four. Like he hasn't. He had tells his everyone he, yet. He tells everyone he's five feet, but um, he's four foot something. But Adi, you're small enough that from two rows down, when someone looks up, they don't actually see you. I was gonna um, say, I like watching your, your head is like kind of, kind of short it's enough so you can good. see the screen, but they can't see. Oh uh, your gosh! Head above that. Sorry, I'm so just he... one. 
I'm, t- I'm just thinking, Adi's talking shit, and, like, the guy's turning around staring at Kit. Thinking, like, Kit's yeah. been talking oh, to him no! the whole time. <laughs> uh, so he doesn't notice you. Okay. He he doesn't even, like, like these are school chums of Kit. Like, like they don't know him beyond being at school. So yeah. they've never seen you and him around together. They don't know right. who you are at all. Um, it's dope. So if you go out and try to spy on them... Mm-hmm. You'll have a better chance of of not being made like like. Uh, Would one say um, I might have an advantage? Yeah, you'll have an advantage on it. Uh, basically, I'm going to make your roll because you're higher skilled. It's not like I'm giving you a plus whatever to your roll. Sure, I'm making right. the the challenge of your roll significantly less than it would have been had they cool. seen who right. you are. I I still need to get quick permission. question. Can we have walkie talkies? It's the 80s. Walkie-talkies are readily available. Do you have walkie-talkies on you right now? Is that something you consciously thought to bring with you? Uh, I mean, okay. That is some. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say. don't think so. That's okay. Um, Fair enough. You guys. This might be a valuable lesson for us to think, hey. Now we know. In future, walkie-talkies. And and, and this is something that, like, I really want to play to the realism. That's one of the reasons I have timers. I think the timers is a good way to give you a sense of urgency. and stressful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Quick decisions. Which is happening right this second now. But this is the real world. This is the real world. Right now, I'm I'm talking to you guys. I haven't set a timer yet. Okay. Um, Okay, cool, cool. And you have no idea what just happened. They may have just been going out. Um if you're going to bring something, if you want something, you need to specify that you're going to grab it. Uh, that That's you to bring it with you. Um, yeah, if you it's, were not say, like, it's not like fate where we can ply you with, with fate points to have had this item mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah, yeah. My magical right. backpack. Surprise. Exactly. Right. Um, All right. And, like, I really want to explore the real-world implications. So That's cool. Um, Audie, they don't notice you. They never noticed you. They thought mm-hmm. – they don't know if they thought they, – because they know Kit's voice. Kit has a very, very peculiar voice, especially for their town. Um, okay. They just know that some imaginary force in the background was, was shit-talking them. Talking shit. It's probably, <laughs> probably Peg. You know, she gets a little cranky. Fucking Peg. Fucking She's Peg. She's the worst. Gets a little gin in her, goes to the pictures, starts all kinds of trouble. Just starts She's... tapping her leg around. Uh, uh – Peg is just really enjoying this film. She is like the perfect kind of movie. She's quiet. She giggles when she's supposed to giggle. She doesn't. She doesn't leave a mess. She's just like kind of the person that every kind of movie theater goer wants to have as a romance. Nice. Next best thing to an empty seat. Sounds like the perfect scapegoat. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> so, Otto, you were saying. Sure. With your permission, would you like me to go tail them? Tail away, deputy. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna sit here and uh, purely in the interest of the law, uh, finish the picture. Okay, sure. You should try the Reese's Pieces along with the popcorn. It is phenomenal. I, I I pour I pour one in his hand, his left hand, the Reese's, and then I I have a handful of popcorn in his right, and then I I kind of like uh, crouch walk because I don't want anyone <laughs> seeing me. <laughs> like a like a weird little little ghoul. <laughs> Yep. Just like a cast, a helmet, sunglasses, like it's fantastic. Like a like that sad Martian from the Flintstones. <laughs> Aw. All right. So, <laughs> uh, Casey is is yes, sir. Kit actually enjoying this film, but is trying to pretend that he isn't enjoying this film, or no, 
this does not uh this does not align with kit's cultural understanding of titillation this to him seems and not not even like in like uh like a preachy puritan way like oh this is just filth he just he just this this doesn't resonate with him uh it's, this it's, is like showing willy wonka and the chocolate factory to a kid who never had candy growing up it makes no sense is kit russell asexual uh kit russell is a very young teen he doesn't know what he is has he hit puberty yet um these are very personal questions sir. yeah um but the audience he's in the middle of it He's in the middle of it. So, but he hasn't. There's had a lot any, of stuff going on. Perfect, like, awkward, raging hormones, anything like that. That's the the only oh, man. The, the only thing he's hot for is justice. <laughs> so I think I think uh, just so... I mean, granted, it's 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 completely up to you, but I have a feeling that Kit is asexual. Uh, it's not. Something I think that Kit is might be married to the up. law. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. Like, and and that's yeah. the thing about this campaign is 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 this is very very open to all sorts of sexualities body types people right. anything you want uh uh it's not something it's like it's like you know we kind of had a discussion about what rowan was going to be when we were doing semi-auto magic uh, but it yeah. was never something that was brought up but it's just something that uh, i'm helping you kind of develop your character i'm helping you kind of see uh what your character is who your character is I don't know if that's appropriative, like, for me. Uh, I am I am not. not asexual. I am, in fact, a domosexual. But, um... Nice. Like... I... I, I, I it, it also suits my play style in that, like, sex matters and, and sex... They're not really an area I'm... I'm known to navigate in. It's just not where I, where I go with this. So that, that, that kind of does suit my agenda. But I also like don't want to be a gross dude who's appropriating another orientation does that make sense i don't think it is i don't think it is it's like okay like i'm straight i played rowan as gay i mean i didn't play him as right. gay. rowan was gay it doesn't really he matter character. and here's the thing we need to as a society be okay with adding characters like this just because sure. um, that's true and it would and be if, it would be appropriate if i was making a big thing of it and and couldn't yeah. speak from that place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Like in in Dyson Virtue, it never came up ever once even. But my character Kehelanya, um, like, literally wouldn't understand the question of sexual orientation. To her, sexual orientation is like you orienting yourself towards the person you're interested in. Like it doesn't. It's not a thing right. in her culture. So, so I, mean, I, mean, day, I guess you would have called at her, the like, end of Pan. the day. Uh... Kit is is just kind of staring at a movie that's happening, but doesn't really care yep. what is happening. Yeah, he's just really interested. Like, what? I don't understand how Porky makes any money running this place. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Audie, yes, you get up out of the theater, mm-hmm. and you head to um, the outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The the and for the record, Kit Kit is staying here specifically for plausible deniability. So like when the if the cleanup crew comes at the end, he said, "No, I had witnesses. I was there the whole time." Right. Um. He. You see the the two. I think that they said three gentlemen. Uh, kind of standing near the arcade. Three gentlemen and a ruffian. They're they're kind of huddled around each other and they're they're talking to each other. Uh, Where are they by? Uh, asteroids. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, so I kind of 
walk over. Is there an easy game around, or are they all kind of like challenging, like where I have to have my attention on it? Like, is there like a Frogger or something like that? Yeah, there's a Frogger right next to it. Um, okay. Which category does Frogger fall into well, for you, dude? I mean, well, I mean, there's like that's fair because like the first three levels are easy. Like, I'm not expecting to be there for the next 15 minutes. Like, I just want to be there to that's like. Fair. So like, okay, so Audie. Oh god, dude! What if you what if you roll badly and Audie starts playing the best game of Frogger of his life and he has to choose? Do I abandon this impossibly good no, high actually, score? Actually, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you're playing Pac Man. You're one handed, uh, so any game that requires a button, thank you, to that's press, a fair point. Uh, isn't isn't going to be good. Uh, so you're playing yeah. Pac Man. That point. is a a one handed game, and it's a game that that you can kind of get into the zone about it's a lot yeah. of moving yeah. around. You don't really have to pay close attention to it and still okay. do okay. Dope. So I go like with guitar hero. I, yeah. I, yeah. I go with my one token and I yes, pop it into do. Pac-Man. Yes. It just so happens that their stand, like the Pac-Man game is literally right next to the asteroids game. Um, Perfect. You see one guy, basically one guy is playing asteroids uh, mm-hmm. and the other three are kind of surrounding him. Uh, yeah while he's playing so they don't look suspicious while they're talking uh, sure just like you're playing uh, and you don't look suspicious while they're talking mm-hmm. uh, spies and spies and spies man this <laughs> is some manchurian candidate bullshit. Right. i love it so uh what is your brains my brains is eight because it's still developing okay yeah. um you need to roll a three all right let's see what happens Nice. <laughs> okay. That is awesome. Um, so that's my knuckle. Uh, you hear them talking. One of them says, "Yeah." Uh, the three of them are talking. The first one mm-hmm. says, "Dude, I'm I'm out. I don't want to do this. We've been made. Uh, that fucking narc from school uh, has listened and heard everything we just said, and it is way too dangerous to go out and do it." Mm-hmm. The next guy's like, "Dude, I don't care. You have to do it. Like, like we have. What's the word, Casey?" An obligation. Thank you. An obligation to this town uh, to do this tonight. If we do not do this tonight, I have no idea what else is going to happen. And the guy says, you can't, like, can we postpone this? Can we do something? Like, I know that that fucking narc is going to come and rain on our parade. And the guy says, no, like the 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 date has to be the date it is. The date has been the same date for the last. How long has the town been around for Casey? 1700. So I 20 hundred years, 20 hundred oh, years. Yeah. 2000 years. The town has been around for two. Tw- no, 20 hundred years. years. Yeah. That's another thing. We refuse we refuse to accept the corrupt United States <laughs> reckoning of t- it's twenty hundred. You can see the numbers right there. Uh, okay, for the last two hundred years, we're doing two hundred years. Not okay. twenty hundred yep. years. Uh for the last for the last two hundred years, this has been the date we're doing it, and we are not missing this deadline. He's like you want this town to be safe, you be there. If you don't, I can't guarantee what's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. He says it in a way that makes you feel like he's not talking about the town. He's talking about something he's going to do to the person. Okay. Yikes. The guy kind of grumbles and says, fine, I'll be there. But at the second that narc uh, shows up, I'm going to kill him. But um, you don't get it. You don't get the the sense that he means 
actual murder mm-hmm. stabby stabby kill. Okay. Just just Adi Adi is a smart enough say, kid that he understands the context of of okay. threat opposed to just blown off steam. Well, it would be it would be in keeping with an 80s bully like to yeah. go way far and inflict yeah. serious bodily harm like full like Patrick Hoxetter. You have no idea like that Henry if he Bowers. does mean he like he, what he really just means is he's not going to physically murder you. You don't know no, what you're kick extent my ass. You're, yeah. you're dead meat. Yeah. Yeah. Um they the guy loses his last life and asteroids kicks the machine cuz he's kind of pissed off about everything and um, the three of them leave uh, the okay. movie theater. Uh, Adi checks asteroids to see if there's any tokens in the thing. There is not. Um, I I wait a good 15 seconds before I go back into the theater. I look around. Is you're still doing good. You're still, do- you're still doing well. Like, like you've actually been playing the best game of Pac-Man of your life. I, I and I'm torn, but I, I I gotta let I gotta let Kit know that he's been made. Like that's that's my one, number one guy. Like he, okay, he's gotta I need know. To roll that's my partner. Need to roll a grip for me. Okay. Uh, you know, Adi, if this job was easy, everyone would do it. That's fair. All right. What do, what do I, what do I need? A ten. Grit. Wait. What's your grit? Ten. My my grit's twenty. Yeah. Give me a ten. All right. Here we go. Roll a oh. critical success. Eighteen. Okay. Yeah. You absolutely. Go through. Uh, you don't, you you slip past the 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 guy at the uh, at the ticket counter is so stoned and blitzed out of his mind he doesn't realize that you've slipped past him and gone back into the theater. Perfect. Uh, so yeah, uh, Adi, you walk in and it's the boobiest scene in the entire movie. Uh, right as you walk uh, in, uh, Adi freezes, but then shakes it off really quick and then like gets back over to Kit back in that ghoul crawl thing that I said earlier. <laughs> his little his little hobble. Um This is just unsanitary. All these people are gonna catch cold. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Oh deputy. Yeah. Um I I feel bad. Adi feels bad that like he didn't use his new notebook to write anything down. But it, there's not Oh my time. god. <laughs> um well, I didn't even think of that. Oh yeah Adi's just taking notes about everything. But no he's just right. playing Pac Man. Uh, so, um... How smart I, uh, is Adi? Uh, he's an eight with brains. Okay, uh... What's up? Yeah, can he roll a retroactive brains check to have used his notebook? No, it's not that. I... I, I need you to roll Uh-oh. a four for me. From an eight? Uh, God. From an eight. On brains? To okay. tell me how much you remember of that conversation. <laughs> All right, here we go. I got a six. <sighs> okay. So you remember everything you, you relate okay. to him. So, um, I don't, I, like, I don't know if we should stay in the theater anymore. Uh, how much tab do I have left? Uh, like half a cup. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So I'm going to sip on the cup as I'm telling him, but, like, trying to be whispery uh-huh. about it. Okay. Uh, okay. He relays all the information that he learned, uh, while outside to you very good i listen i listen raptly and i i take the occasional note adi do you mention that last part to to the, the 200 years bit or the the, the the kick my ass bit oh yeah he said he's gonna kill you so like i think we should get out of here before they get out of here so they don't see us like wouldn't be the first time no i i'm not afraid of any any young roustabouts? It's not but, about uh, fear. Thank you. Sure, it's not about fear. It's about being made and like 
they'll keep an eye on you, so we should, like, be inconspicuous. Understandable. Now, Deputy, uh, you did the right thing in telling me. Uh, It is always best to be aware of any threat to your person. Well, looks like uh, Townie Sentry is uh, where this is going down. You ready for another back trip, Deputy? Always. And just as the... uh, just as the credits of Porky's uh, begin to roll, um, scored by John Williams, coincidentally, just like just like in Et. Uh, I think it was I look Bob over Clark that directed it. And I say, Deputy? Yes, sir. The picture may be over, but I have a feeling the show's just about to start. All right, and we're going to stop it there. Um, you guys have around three hours before before the movie starts. <laughs> Um, so you guys aren't in a, an immediate sense of urgency to get to the center of town. You have some time to kill. Um, and we'll figure out what you guys are going to do next week on Peculiar Objects. Man. Awesome. We're going to have some peculiar objectives. <laughs> oh, there, There's spinning plates coming up. This is, this is starting to pick up, sir. Yeah. yeah. Well, all our... Uh, all our folks, all our ladies and gents, all our Phoebe Cateses and Zach Gilligans, uh, thank you for joining us. You can find us at uh, on Twitter at the underscore PO underscore box. Please do tweet at us. Please let us know which 80s references we got very wrong because we were all very young then. Yeah, I've never actually seen Porky's before, um, so yeah, I no. have no idea what Nor the movie is about. Uh, My knowledge of it comes from I Heart the 80s. I loved that show so much. It's a really good show. Um, yeah, Porky's. And you can't find it. I found Porky's I found is... like a really shitty VHS copy on YouTube like four years ago, um, mm-hmm. but it wasn't Wild. very good. VH VH one is just not what it used to be. Mm. So you can find us there. Please do tweet at us. We would love to hear from you. Uh, if you should like to, you can go to our network's Patreon, patreon.com slash semi-automagic for the time being anyway. And if you should care to fling us five bucks a month, uh, you can get all kinds of bonus features, including episodes a full week early. Lucky you! Right? In fact, if you're hearing this, um, you are a Patreon subscriber already, because these will not be out for a good piece yet. But, you know, you can tell uh, your and friends, and then they can jump on it. You could. Spread. You could do that for free. Yeah. Uh, Talking's a free action, y- unless you're in a game run by Thony, apparently. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> uh, Casey, I'm going to quote our, our good friend, um, Dylan Spencer. Uh, Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> well, apparently that's the kind of game I signed up to play, so that's the kind of prize I expect to receive. <laughs> if you... If you <laughs> Like I said, I'm really holding your character and your quirks to what it's doing. So if you decide to yep. shout something out loud in a theater in the middle of a movie, because your character has no sense of of kind of social nuance, um, right? There are back there are are repercussions, repercussions. because of it yeah. in this society. Well, you know what? There are repercussions to losing your astrolabe at the Cinemaplex as well. <laughs> what the so. fuck is an astrolabe? It's a tool used for navigation on the sea. <laughs> Why does Kit Russell have an astrolabe? Why is so that- he can navigate on the sea? We are clearly above sea level. Like he's got to know. There, there's no ocean anywhere near where the town is. You can never. You be think too about prepared. it. You're always surrounded by the ocean. That's fair. And space. 
we really want to hurt guess... our brains. Um. Anyways, <laughs> uh, if you like this show and want to hear more, uh, we have a host of other podcasts that are available on uh, what is our podcast network's name? Insert uh, because... podcast. Currently, it's Semi-Auto Magic, Inc. Uh, mm-hmm. I refer to it as Smagic. Uh, my vote is for Smagic. That's what I want this podcast network to be called. Really? You had been subtle and unforceful in voicing that opinion. That is really yeah. surprising. Yeah, I didn't see that coming from you at all, buddy. I've been calling Semi-Auto Magic Smagic since the beginning. So, <sighs> this I've been calling it as Magic, so I'm glad to hear it out loud. That helps It's me a to... little early in the timeline for hipsterism, I think. Hipsters didn't come along until the early 2000s. Anyways, like, like I, I enjoy magic. Smagic. Um, if, magic. if you enjoy this podcast, there are a range of other podcasts that you can listen on this podcast network. Uh, there is a final problem where uh, Casey Hills and his friend Nick go through the Sherlock Holmes canon. There is Dyson Virtue where Casey, um, Christine, and Dylan go through a D&D adventure. There is the Gerald Field Report where Casey and I, if you notice, there's a theme for all of these podcasts. Uh-huh. It's that you listen to them with your ears. Exactly. Yeah. Uh starring uh Casey and I where we go through uh the Hey Arnold canon and uh do some uh-huh. fit- critical critical film analysis of that show. Uh and there's a possibility that there will be a whole other range of podcasts available on this network, uh, especially since uh we are on lockdown right now and pretty soon yeah. all of us are going to have nothing but free time. Oh my gosh, Absolutely. so many episodes we can create in that time if wanted. It's going to be real good. Yeah, this is this the second podcast I've recorded today. So Yeah, uh, same. This is And this is the second day in a row that I've done some sort of role-playing game. So I am keeping myself nice. busy with my new mic. Nice. Uh, a mic that was purchased thanks to all of our wonderful Patreon subscribers. Uh, if you like my sexy voice, because it sounds a lot better now that I am right up near it and don't have to shout into my mic like I used to. Very velvety. Um, continue to subscribe to our Patreon. This is the way that we are able to uh, create quality content that all of you guys are able to hear. That sounded so professional. Well done, sir. Hey, yeah, I've listened to a lot of podcasts. I know I know how to, to end on a bumper. Especially with that sweet, sweet mic. Absolutely. Anyways, nice uh, thank you guys for tuning in to Peculiar Objects, and we will see you next week. Cue spooky synth music. Keep it creepy. Bye, buddies. Bye. Keep it creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. That's just going to be what I'm going to sign my emails with. <laughs>